Well, happy Sunday, September 19th of 2021. This is the Daily Podcast Practice Show, and I'm your host, the practicing podcast tour, Rich Grimshaw, here with the show that's about nothing, well, and everything. The show that is environmentally friendly, ethically sourced, 100% sustainable, and best of all, it's free. Yes, totally complimentary, no cost, and no pleas to follow me on social media or support me through Patreon. Nope, none of that stuff. And no shipping charges either. This is a no-guilt, no-charge podcast experience. And today, according to the folks at nationaltoday.com, is one of my favorites. It's National Talk Like a Pirate Day. <laughs> this is totally stupid, okay? But for me, it's just the right kind of stupid. Back in 1995, I think, two guys from the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, somewhere like that, they made up National Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's kind of an inside joke. And then in 2002, yes, according to my notes, 2002, they wrote to the the columnist, Dave Barry, who I think wrote for the Miami Herald newspaper. I don't know, some newspaper. And uh, and they asked him if he would be the spokesperson for their little national talk like a pirate day. And Dave Barry said, well, sure. Or maybe he said, aye, mateys, I'd be glad to talk like a pirate on this day. <laughs> so so Dave wrote a column about it, and uh, and people read it, and then it got really popular. I think the first time I heard about it was uh, watching some of Leo Laporte's shows on his twit.tv network. I used to I used to watch a lot of those. Uh every now and then I'll I'll tune in again, but not not very much lately. In fact, I liked Leo's shows when he was in uh what did he call it? It was a little house. I think I think they called it a cottage just before he moved into his big 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 studio. But the the uh weekly tech show, what what did he call it? Oh gosh, I don't know. It it was a a video it started out off as an audio podcast, and then when he got into the cottage, they turned it into a video presentation, and it was streamed, and it was just this small room in this cottage, and it was him, and he might have two guests, he might have eight guests, and they were all packed into this little place, just sitting around talking, and that just had a nice vibe to it. I liked it. The vibe kind of went with it, went along with it when they moved into the bigger studio, but not so much. I liked it back back then. What what is the name of that show? It's on Sunday night. This This Week in Tech. That's it. This Week in Tech with Leo Laporte and friends. All right. Well, there's a little trip down memory lane for you. Let's move on here. Let's go to a word for today. And today's word is tintinabulation, spelled T-I-N-T-I-N-N-A. B-U-L-A-T-I-O-N. Tintinabulation is a noun that means the ringing or sounding of bells. Also, a jingling or tinkling sound as if of bells. Here's the word used in a poem from Edgar Allan Poe, titled The Bells. The tintinabulation that so musically wells from the bells, 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 bells from the jingling and the tinkling of the bells. Well, I guess 
in that little selection, the meaning of this thing is pretty evident. Anyhow, I, I got this from merriamwebster.com, America's leading and most trusted provider of language information for more than 150 years. It shows up in a list of top 10 unusually long and interesting words. Volume 1, by the way. Volume 1. I haven't found Volume 2, but this is Volume 1. There's some good ones in there, and we may have to visit more of those words kind of soon. But this one, I mean, I picked it because it was unusual. But as I've worked with it today, it's uh, it's pretentious, I think. No? Maybe? I don't know. It's got six syllables. But they don't really bring much to the party, you know? And uh, I mean, even if it did show up in one of Mr. Poe's, Poe's poems. But probably a good word to have around. So put it in your back pocket or, or wherever you keep your vocabulary and try using it in your next poem. Born on this day in 1940, singer-songwriter Bill Medley, one half of the Righteous Brothers. He was born in Santa Ana, California. Bill is the one of the, the duet who has the bass baritone voice. T to me, it's just bass. I don't know how you could call him a baritone. He is solo. His partner, Bobby Hatfield, uh, was the tenor. Now, Bill is still alive. Bobby died uh, years ago, maybe a decade ago. But their first number one hit together was You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin'. And Bill wrote that song, and I love that song. Whenever that comes on on the radio or comes around on Pandora, I turn it up. And Bill wrote that. I think I said that. But it was produced by Phil Spector using that special Phil Spector wall of sound, which really, really worked on that recording. Now, according to Wikipedia, the publishing watchdog Broadcast Music Inc. says that You've Lost That Love and Feeling is the most played song in the history of American radio. <laughs> well, of course it's true. It's in Wikipedia. And they wouldn't lie, and they wouldn't be wrong, so I'll take that until it's disproved by somebody else. Maybe I should go to Snopes.com and check that out. Nah, maybe not. All right, that's all for today. It's been a great Sunday. Uh, well, no, it's not all for, for today. Let me, let me just tell you about my great Sunday. I worked in the shop today. Worked in the shop, the wood shop, a lot yesterday, too. Uh, several weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, when I took some time off, I focused on cleaning up the barn because it has gotten to be kind of messy. And I had a lot of tools and stuff just laying in the hallway and uh, decided to clean out one of the stalls and tidy things up. And in doing that, I put a shelf up in the stall and put a bunch of stuff on the shelf and then realized that I had more stuff than I had shelf. So this weekend, I decided to build a drawer, a big long drawer to go underneath the shelf. Now, the drawer making was simple enough. I had to make the hanging mechanism for the drawer to slide in and out of. And I did that. And it's installed and everything's working except for the drawer pull. I have that made and and finished. I just have to put some screws into it so that it works. And I'll do that tomorrow, I think. So between that and all the other wonderful things that happened this weekend, it's been a good time. So I'm ready to wrap this program up and wrap up my Sunday for today. We'll wrap this one in burlap. Yes, because I'm in a barn kind of mood. So we'll wrap this one up in burlap, put some baling twine around it, and uh, then we'll stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.